السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ومن اهتدى بسنته إلى يوم الدين أما بعد أن عائشة رضي الله عنها قالت كان يكون علي الصوم من رمضان فما أستطيع أن أقضيها وأقضي إلا في شعبان إلا في شعبان in this hadith, the first hadith we're going to do today, we're going to uh, go through three narrations from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from the chapter of Babu Sawm Fi Safir Ghairi. And this is the Ghairi, this is the other than the, chap- the uh, hadith and narrations pertaining to traveling. We dealt with the hadith or the narrations of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam regarding traveling or fasting whilst traveling and the rulings related to that affair and now we're going to do with other affairs pertaining to fasting and the first hadith we're going to deal with is the hadith of Aisha radiyallahu ta'anha حيث قالت she said كان يكون علي الصوم من رمضان يعني I was uh, upon me was uh, some fast in the past Ramadan in the past Ramadan فَمَا أَسْتَطِيعُ أَنْ أَقْضِيَ إِلَّا فِي شَعْبَانِ And I was not able to make up that fast until Sha'ban, yani the month before the following Ramadan. The month before the following Ramadan. And in this hadith, Barakallahu Feekum, uh, is from Aisha Ta'ala, Umm Al-Mu'mineen. And she's informing us that she upon her was some fast from the previous Ramadan, the latest Ramadan, and upon her was to do qada, upon her was to make up those days that she broke her fast in that month of Ramadan. But she didn't make it up until Sha'ban, until the month before the next Ramadan, the month before the next Ramadan. And this year, Barakallahu Feekum, a lot of benefits that one can take, some ahkam, some rulings, that one can take from this hadith. The first benefit that we can take, al-fa'idatul ula, jawaz ta'khir al-qada ramadan ila sha'ban ma'al udhar. And that is that the permissibility of delaying, Barakallahu Feekum, uh, making up one's fast until... Uh, before the next Ramadan, before the next Ramadan, yani up to Sha'ban, up to Sha'ban, yani the month before the next Ramadan. Ma'al Udhr, with an excuse, delaying that with an excuse. And this is a, a statement that we can take from the understanding of this hadith, is from Hafid ibn Hajar al Askalani, rahimullah. وَإِثَ الظَّاهِ الصَّنِيعِ الْعَائِشَةَ يَقْتَدِي إِثَارُ الْمُبَادَرَةِ إِلَى الْقَضَاءِ لَوْلَا مَا مَنَعَهَا مِنَ الشُّغَلِ 
and that is that in this hadith it shows it's important to uh, be swift in making up one's fast and Aisha would have done so if she did not have she was not occupied she didn't have an excuse so this is the benefit that we can take that she had that that the delaying is okay and permissible for the one who has an excuse and as the ulama have mentioned take this as point number two point number two or benefit number two fa'idatul thaniya and that is that Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha she was busy with the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and she chose Sha'ban to make up her fasts because it was reported as in, in many narrations of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he used to fast the most in Sha'ban the most he used to fast the month other than Ramadan was Sha'ban so Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha she chose to make up her fast in those days. Why? Because the other months she was busy with attending to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. She was busy attending to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He shows the, the, the uh, exemplary manners of, the, of Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha as a wife to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So she was making herself available for the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam uh, and not even asking permission to, to, to make up that fast on that day so she can be at, serv- at service to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and uh, uh, fulfilling his needs and uh, his conjugal rights and so forth Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that's why she was busy as is mentioned by other, uh, other than Ibn Hajar Raskalani Rahimullah and he, she was busy and he attending to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam now, the third benefit that we can take from this is that that is better to barakallahu fikum and al-abdal at-ta'jil ma ghayr al-udhar, and that is better that if one does not have an excuse that they race to to make up the fast, they race to make up the fast. They don't delay it because Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala she only delayed it because she had an excuse. So Hafiz ibn Hajar Raskalani rahimahullah ta'ala in Fatul Bari he says فَيُشْعِرْ بِأَنَّ مَنْ كَانَ بِغَيْرِ عُذُرْ لَا يَنْبَغِ لَهُ وَالتَّأْخِيرِ So that which can be taken, that which is uh, uh, taken from this hadith of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is that the one who does not have an excuse because she restricted her delaying into her having an excuse. So the one that doesn't have an excuse that which we can sense from this hadith and this narration of Aisha ta'ala is the one who uh, delays without an udhr, it is not befitting that they delay. It is not befitting that they delay. Now, and this is a, and, and the final benefit that we can take from this, barakallahu fikum, is or, 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 the, la, the second to last uh, benefit we can take from this, barakallahu fikum, is the example of the wife or how the wife should be and that is Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was a, a, a supreme, su, a supreme uh, example of how uh, a wife should be and that is she att- uh, attended to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa as we mentioned before and this is a lesson for our sisters uh, who are wives and for the young uh, young uh, sisters who are growing up 
is to take the example of Aisha as an example of how one should be as a wife. And this Barakalafikum is from Ummul Mu'mineen, the mother of the believers, the one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala freed from any accusation in the Quran, the daughter of a Siddiq, a Siddiqa bint Siddiq. She is the daughter of Abu Bakr ta'anha. And according to a majority of the ulama, Khairun Nisa, the best of all women, Aisha, the one that the Messenger وسلم, loved the most from his wives, and the one in which in her, her abode uh, he died, وسلم, and in her arms he died. وسلم, this was the action of this illustrious Sahabiya, Aisha. And therefore, it's an example for uh, our uh, beloved sisters uh, in Islam to uh, personify the characteristics that Aisha displayed in this hadith and other than the naam. The final benefit that we can take is of and that is that that from this hadith, from Aisha, if anyone has any uh, uh, fast to make up, it is not permissible for them to delay it to after the next Ramadan. To after the next Ramadan. Now, it's not permissible for them to. Uh, delay it until the, uh, after the next Ramadan. Yani, they should make up their fast before the Barakallahu uh, Fikum, the uh, before the next Ramadan. Yani, in Sha'ban should be the latest in which the individual should make up their fast. And as a Bible Fatida, um, some of the ulama uh, they've also mentioned that this excuse is specifically for women. As for a man, he, he wouldn't have the excuse that Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha had. But if an individual has any justified excuse, then obviously this applies to them. But generally, this is an excuse which is more applicable to uh, the females than the males. Now, Hadith al-Thani, the second Hadith of today we're going to do again. And Aisha radiallahu anha and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal من مات وعليه سيام صام عنه وليه من مات وعليه سيام صام عنه وليه أن عائشة رضي الله عنها again أم الأم المؤمنين عائشة رضي الله عنها she said that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وَسَلَّمَ He said, and whoever dies, and upon them is a fast to make up, it should be made up by their wali. It should be made up by their wali. Naam. So the individual who dies in this hadith, the individual who dies, and upon him or her is a fast, and they were unable to make up that fast before they died then this should be done by uh, those uh, who are their relatives so point number one we would like to discuss barakallahu is here the, the meaning of wali the meaning of 
Al-Wali. What is the meaning of Wali here in this hadith? Some of the ulama, as is mentioned by Ibn Mulaqin, Rahimullah, and uh, uh, and Faqihi, and other than them, they said that some of the ulama have mentioned that uh, the Wali is specifically the inheritors, yani the heir, those who are from the Asaba, those who Yarithun, those who inherit from the dead person, is upon them, yani not obligatory, but is for them to, and they should fast on behalf of the dead individual who owed a fast. Others have said that it includes uh, the relatives in general. It includes the relatives in general. But Shaykh Al-Alam Muhammad ibn Salih al ta'ala he mentions, he said that the wali here means the relatives in general, but that which is more, bef- more, more so uh, likely to be the ones to, uh, it's upon them to, uh, to make up the fast for the deceased, is the ones that inherit. It is awla. It is more befitting that they're the ones to inherit, as they are the, they're the ones to make up the fast, because they're the ones who inherit from him or her. They are the ones who inherit from him or her. So now, the conclusion, concluding uh, uh, or sum, summary of this uh, issue here is that the wali is generally the relatives, as Shaykh Al-Muthaymin ta'ala, he mentions, but that we, those people should be at the head of them in uh, making up the fast should be those who inherit from them, those who inherit from the deceased now. Point number two. Point number two is some benefits that we can take from this hadith. And he بعد الفوائد المستنبطة من هذا الحديث. Some benefits that can be taken, extrapolated from this hadith. الفائدة الأولى is أمر قريب قضاء الصوم الواجب على قريبه إذا مات قبل فعله. And that is uh, the command of that the relatives of the deceased, that they should make up the fast for the deceased if the deceased were, was unable to make it up. And that fast is an obligatory fast. Some of the ulama mentioned is other than that, but it is obligatory fast, is the one that is, oblig- is, that, that is, that is for them to make up. You need the fast of Ramadan or the fast of a vow. If an individual, the one that deceased, he says that he... Uh, uh, he has another, he, 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 he makes a vow to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will fast on this day and he was unable to fulfill that vow. Uh, then, Barakallahu Feekum is considered an obligatory fast and therefore it's amongst those fasts along with the fast of Ramadan that the individual may not have been able to, to uh, perform. It is amongst those that is obligatory upon him, so therefore if he dies without for, uh, making up this fast, then his qareeb, his relative, makes up that fast, especially the ones who inherit from him. The second benefit that we can take uh, from this hadith is that the fast, the, the debts that is upon the dead person, the diyun alati ala al-amwat yajibu qada'uha. That the debts that is upon, that are upon the dead person, it is a must that it must be uh, 
fulfilled يعني and paid off whether it's lillah tabarakallahu ta'ala whether it's a debt that is indebted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like az-zakah and as-siyam these are the diyun that the individual may have that they owe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala az-zakah charity that they did not pay that they were supposed to pay this is a diyun this is from the diyun this is from the debts and likewise as-siyam كذلك من الديون كما هو في هذا الحديث وعليه الصيام and upon him is fast it's a ديون it's from his ديون it's from his debts so it's obligatory that this debt be paid now and that's regarding those debts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and likewise the debts regarding the Adamiyin the creation humans the Ibad and that is a, a, a ديون المالية like money that was borrowed this also should be paid. So there's two different types of diyun here that, is in, in, that, that we need to focus on. The first dayin, first debt is the debt to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as is mentioned here in the hadith of Aisha radiyallahu ta'anha wa dayin al-thani the second debt is diyun al-maliyah is, the, is the, the, the money owed to other individuals by the deceased. Now, and uh, the ulama have mentioned we can make this point benefit number three. The third benefit that we can take from this, the ulama, or point we can put here, is that the ulama have mentioned that if the individual, he dies, and he's in debt to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he's in debt to the creation, that debt to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be done first. That debt to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be done first. So much so that the ulama have mentioned that in the tariqah of the of of the of the uh, muwarrith, the tariqah of the muwarrith, yani the muwarrith is the person who has died and is he's left wealth. If he has a tariqah, yani he has capital or estate or wealth, and he is older fast, that there is no one uh, that that hasn't been that he hasn't uh, uh, fulfilled or performed or 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 made up. He owes that fast. Then, if the, in, there is a family member and they're able to make up that fast, they do it. But if the family member does not have the ability physically to make up their fast and they don't have the wealth themselves, they take it from his tariqa. They take it from his tariqa and to feed a miskin, a poor person, for every day that the person old. It'am al-miskin. Fi kulli yawm. For every day in which the deceased he owed money, owed uh, a fast, his from his terika, from his capital that is left, the money should be taken from his left capital before the inheritance has been divided amongst the heirs. The wealth should be taken from his terika, from his estate, and from that, for every day he's old or she's old or she owes, that they should be. Uh, they, uh, a, a poor person should be fed for every day. A poor person should be fed for every day. And this is from Sheikh Al-Alama Muhammad Musali Al-Uthaymi in here in his explanation of Umda uh, Al-Ahkam and his other explanation uh, of uh, the books of Fara'id and so forth of inheritance. Now, now so here, Barakallahu Fikum, uh, we have some additional benefits that we can add. Barakallahu fikum, 
to this. And that's the fourth benefit, and that is that أَنَا الْقَرِيبِ لَا يَقْضِي صَوْمَ تَطَوَّعٌ And that is that for non-obligatory fasts, like the fast of Arafat, uh, the fast of Arafat, or the fast of, um, uh, of Mondays and Thursdays, and the fast of Dawood, all these non-obligatory fasts, Ayam al this non-obligatory fast, it is not upon the Qareeb to make up that fast for the dead. Make up that fast for the dead. Rather, that which is to be made up are the obligatory fasts. Another benefit that we can take from the works of the ulama in this, regarding this hadith is a statement of Shaykh Al-Alama. You can say this is benefit number six. Shaykh Al-Alama Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymin rahimullah. He said, إِذَا تَعَدَّدَ الْأَوْلِيَاءِ صَامُوا جَمِيعًا حَتَّى يَنْهَوْ مَا And if there are many, barakallahu uh, feekum, there are many um, uh, relatives or heirs who are able to aid this deceased uh, in making up their uh, fast that they, have, uh, they, are, they owe, then the, if there are a number of uh, relatives, then they should all fast. Yani, and this obviously can be done as some can do some days and some can do the other days. So the fast that is old is finished. So if, for example, the individual um, that died owes a month of Ramadan, it's a month of, of 30, it's a month of 30 days, then if there's about 10 of them, then 10 of them can do three each, for example. This is possible. Now, so they should split it amongst themselves. So the fast of... Um, uh, of uh, the dead can be finished and it can be finished quickly as well. Now, that's a benefit taken from Sheikh Al Muhammad ibn Salih Al Uthaymeen, Rahimahullahu Ta'ala. Now, and also the seventh benefit that we can take from this is that it is not obligatory upon them, it is not obligatory upon the awliya, it's not obligatory upon the uh, family members to make up this fast. It is not obligatory. It's not something that if they if if uh, if they don't make it up, then uh, they are sinning. Taking from the statement of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, "Wala taziru waziratun wizra ukhra." Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions in Surah Al-An'am that another should not take the sins of another. One, someone, no one takes the sins of another. No one takes the sin of another. So this, this uh, uh, inability or owing of, of fast is not an obligation upon the family, but it's from Ihsan. فَأَحْسِنُوا فَأَحْسِنُوا Ah, it's from Ihsan. It's from doing good. إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ تَقَوْ وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْسِنُونَ Allah is with those who have taqwa and those who do good. This is from Ihsan and this is from Birr Walidain from uh, being righteous and pious to one's parents if someone's father, grandfather and so forth dies and they're old as fast it's from piety and righteousness that one aids the deceased in making up uh, this fast that they owe or the debts that they owe in general the debts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like fasting and zakat and the debts to um, Barakallahu feekum to the Adimiyin, to the creation, to the man, to man, like owing money and so forth. Now, the third and final hadith, Barakallahu feekum 
we're going to deal with today is an an Abdullah ibn Mas ibn Abbasin radiyallahu anhuma qala jaa rajulun ila nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam faqal ya rasulullah inna ummi matat alayha sawm shahr afaqdihi anha qala law kana ala ummika daynun akunta qadiyah anha qala na'am qala fadaynullah ahqu an yuqda wa fi riwayatin ja'at imra'atun ila nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam faqalat ya rasulullah inna ummi matat alayha sawm nadhr afasumu anha qala afara'ayti law kana ala ummiki daynun faqadaytihi akana yu'addi dhalika anha qalat na'am qala fasumi an ummiki fasumi an ummiki in the hadith of abdullah ibn abbasin radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma from the ulama of the sahaba who is known to be a, uh, a frequent narrator and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam many narrations of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam is from the muktirin is from those companions radiyallahu anhum who narrated plentifully and messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and it's from the abadila it's from the abadila as mentioned in the in the in the in the istilah of the ulama of hadith from those abadila those young sahaba radiyallahu anhum whose names were abdullah naam ja'a rajulun ila nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam a man went to the messenger sallallahu to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he came to the messenger prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he said oh messenger of allah verily my mom has died and upon her is to make up a month worth of fast shall i make it up for her and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said do you see that if your mom was in debt and to the creation would you fulfill that debt for her and he said yes so the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that the day of allah the debt owed to allah is more so in more shouldn't be uh, paid more so the debt owed to allah should be paid or uh, fulfilled more so and in another narra- uh, narration which is in uh, bukhari um ta'liqan and also imam muslim mentions it is jaat imra'atun a woman came to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam fa qalat she said ya rasulullah o messenger of allah inna ummi matat wa alayha sawmun nadhrin my mom died and she owes a fast of vow yani obligatory fast in which she uh, vowed to uh, perform but she didn't do it before her death ummi matat wa alayha sawmun nadhrin afa asumu anha shall i fast make up that fast for her the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said afara'ayti law kana ala ummiki daynun faqadaytihi do you see that if your mom had a debt yani to the creation and then you fulfilled that debt you paid off that debt akana you adda dhalika anha is that does that um uh, mean that you've uh, actually uh, paid off that debt for her qalat na'am she said yes then the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said fasumi an ummik so fast make up the fast or fulfill the fast for your mum fulfill the fast for your mum now this hadith similar to the previous hadith but sons had abdullah ibn abbasin radiyallahu ta'ala huma this previous hadith similar to this and that is regarding making up the 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 uh, making up the fast of an individual who uh, died before 
being able to make up that fast. In this hadith, we're going to mention a few benefits. The first benefit is Hirsu Sahaba ala ilm. An example of the, in this hadith is the hirs, the enthusiasm of the companions. In seeking knowledge. And so they can worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon insight, upon evidence, upon dalil, not upon blindness, but upon hadith, upon the sunnah, from the athar, the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You see here, the first narration is a man that came. And the second narration is a woman that came. So it shows that the man and the woman should seek ilm. Seek knowledge in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon basira, upon insight. And this is from the example of the companions, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, is showed in this hadith. The second benefit that we can take from this hadith, like the previous hadith, is the jawaz, the permissibility. It is permissible to make up and do the fast, the obligatory fast that the dead or the deceased weren't able to do. It's permissible to do it for them after their death. It's permissible to do it for them after their death. The third benefit that we can take from this hadith is Husnu Ta'limi Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Husnu Ta'limi and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He shows the beauty and excellence in the teaching methods of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam brought an example of, of uh, the debt that one usually is acquainted with of one being old money and then he used the Qiyas in that Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to uh, show uh, that if that debt in itself is to be fulfilled then so, for, so, so therefore uh, the debt that is owed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Sawm, in Zakat and so forth is more so, uh, should more so be uh, paid attention to as it relates to it being paid off now. So it shows that the ta'lim, the methods of teaching of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in that which he brought an example uh, for the Sahabi and the Sahabiyyah radiyallahu anhuma in order for them to fully understand uh, the ruling and the hukum as it relates to making up the fast of the deceased. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. And he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, put darb al amthal al mahsusa. Darb al amthal al mahsusa. He used a tangible example. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He used a tangible example in order for the meaning to be um, uh, understood by the questioner sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam the next benefit that we can take from this hadith which is the fourth benefit an al-qiyas dalilu shar'i and that is an analogy correct analogy based upon its conditions and the conditions of an analogy qiyas is established in the legislation and with it rulings can be based upon it and that qiyas, barakallahu feekum, is that which the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned. Using, mentioned the fast of, uh, sorry, the, the debt as it relates to uh, that which is owed to uh, others. 
and the debt that is owed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet made Qiyas here. This shows the permissibility of Qiyas, as is mentioned by Shaykh al-Alama Muhammad ibn Salih al-Uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala. And it is a refutation against the Zahiriyyah. It's a refutation against the Zahiriyyah, who, barakallahu uh, fikum, we said that Qiyas is not from, it's impermissible. Qiyas is not permissible. But here the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam showed an example of this based upon it fulfilling its conditions uh, as is uh, uh, established in the books of Usul, as established in the books of Usul. And the final benefit that we can take from this hadith, barakallahu feekum, is that it is permissible to uh, pay off the debts of the creation, you know, the debts owed to the creation. So if the deceased, uh, who's Adami, the deceased, he, he, uh, who, the deceased, owes uh, uh, some money to an Adami, somebody who's dead from the humans, it is permissible for one, for the Qareeb, or for the family, the relatives, to pay off this debt. As the Messenger وسلم, said, Akana anha. Huh? If the individual pays that debt for his mom, the Sahabiya, this Radiyallahu Sahabiya, if she pays the debt, yani owed to the creation, to man or woman, if the, she pays off this debt for her mom, is it does it count? And she said, Nam. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did did not make inkar, did not correct her, which means it is correct that when the debt is paid off by uh, uh, the, the for, when the debt is paid for the debt deceased the deceased that the 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 debt is been fulfilled and paid off. Now. And the Messenger sallallahu said, So do the same for your mother, as that is also accepted. As that is also accepted. But that point, as we make, the, the most important point here, as we mentioned uh, in the previous hadith, is that the Dainullah, Tabarak wa Ta'ala, Awla and Yuqda'an. It is more so befitting that the, the debt that is owed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is paid, and that is by making up the Siyam making up the fast of another of, of another and that is the fast of a vow and also the fast of uh, Ramadan obligatory fasts not the uh, sun, uh, the non-obligatory the obligatory fast that is owed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is more befitting than that this barakalafikum has been paid off and with this barakalafikum we've come to the conclusion of uh, today's lesson as the, the next narrations that are mentioned are not connected directly to these three amazing hadith narrations from Aisha ta'ala, two from Aisha ta'ala, and the third one from Abdullah ibn Abbasin it is not related to these narrations as these narrations are, are related to making up the fast for the dead individual and also making up fast and of Ramadan and when that should be done as mentioned in the hadith of Aisha ta'ala. so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these days these last few days us remaining in uh, Ramadan to give us a tawfiq to increase in ibadah to increase in dhikr remembering him according to the sunnah with our heart increasing in love for him subhanahu wa ta'ala and practicing and implementing a tawheed in our fast implementing a tawheed in our dhikr, implementing a tawheed in our uh, zakah, in our sadaqah, in our charity, implementing tawheed 
in our salah, in our qiyam, in our siyam, in our a'mal salihah, in the good deeds that we do in implementing tawheed, and that is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la sharika lah, wa ma umiru illa liya'budullaha mukhlisina lahu deen. This is all ibadah, and we have not been commanded except to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone uh, for his religion, ibadah. This ibadah here, these worships, types of worships, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in that in these days, month for Ramadan, that which is left, and that we do this upon ikhlas, and upon sunnah, ameen, wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak, ala nabiyyina muhammadin, wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.